Welcome back for week five, day three of our look through the book of Psalms. Today we're looking at Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 is one of the most favorite of all the Psalms. It's also one of the favorite chapters of all the scripture. Every year when surveys are done of the favorite chapter in the Bible, Psalm 23 almost always comes out on top. It's a Psalm that you can look at in a lot of different ways. And today I want to talk together about how it tells you where to get the rest that you need. You might know this Psalm. What I want to do the next few minutes is is to do this Psalm together, to act on its truths. Believe me, if you'll just take a few moments to do what this psalm says, it will make a difference in your attitude. It's the reason that it's one of the most popular chapters. It's not that it's sentimental, it's that it's powerful. This psalm has the power to change you, even in the next few moments. This psalm gives soul answers. It tells us how to find rest. So in the next few moments, and obviously we're just hitting the high points of Psalm 23, six ways to get rest for your soul. Number one, you depend on your shepherd. To get rest for your soul, you have to look at what your soul is resting on. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Not be in want. That means you won't be overwhelmed and driven by what you don't have. It's easy to be in want. You think your car is just fine until your neighbor gets a new car, and then you're in want. You're happy with your job until your friend gets promoted, and then you're in want. To be in want is to get trapped into thinking, I want that because that would make me happy. That would fulfill my life. So how do you break through? You do what the psalm says. You recognize Jesus Christ is your shepherd. Now, truthfully, the most difficult part of accepting Jesus as your shepherd is seeing yourself as a sheep. This is where we often get messed up. We want Jesus to be the good shepherd and we want to be the sheepdog. We want to be the the sheepdog barking in control, telling all the other sheep where to go. The Bible does not compare us to a sheepdog. I am a sheep who needs a shepherd. And in leaning on that shepherd, that's where I get that need for rest, that need for want, that need of want that's in my life met. You put confidence in your shepherd. That's the first way that you get rest for your soul. Number two, you trust God to refresh your soul. Your soul needs to be refreshed. Our souls get thirsty. The Bible says in verses two and three, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And if you're soul weary right now, that sounds so good. Green pastures, quiet waters. Most of us don't know how to handle green pastures, places of abundance in our lives. We say We got to get that mowed. Or we say, how can I get it to produce even more green grass? Or we think in different ways. We think, 
I don't deserve this. I, I don't deserve all this abundance. I don't deserve this green grass. Everybody else doesn't have it. I don't deserve it. And we feel guilty about where we are. Or, or worst of all, we look at others and we say, I think maybe their pasture is just a little bit greener than my pasture. And we get caught up in comparison. If you're going to lie down in green pastures, rest there, you're going to have to learn to accept and enjoy the places of abundance that God has put into your life. Not feel guilty about them, accept and enjoy them. Not compare them to others, accept and enjoy them. What I'm saying is this, stop running through green pastures or running from green pastures. Just stop, lie down, enjoy God's abundance. It's good for your soul. Third truth, you want to get rest for your soul? Number three, you follow God's path. There's a lot of paths you can follow. The the path of least resistance, the path of greatest gain, but every path isn't the right path. Every path will not provide rest for your soul. Verse three, he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Righteousness, righteousness just means right, the right path. You'll never find rest for your soul if your life is headed in the wrong direction because the Farther you get in the wrong direction, the more uncomfortable your soul gets. I meet people all the time who are trying to feel at peace with the life that they have when what they really need is to find the strength and hope to turn their life around to get on the right path. So right now, what do you know that God wants you to do that you haven't done yet? That's where you start. That's your first step to getting on the right path. You move from the in-want life, the I-want life, to the I-trust-God-for-what-he-wants life, and you find rest for your soul. Number four, you want to find rest for your soul? Remember, God is with you. God is with you in the good circumstances. He's with you in the bad circumstances. God is with you. Verse four, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, notice it. It doesn't say, if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It says, even though I walk. He assumes it. You're going to go through the valleys. You can't escape them. They are an inevitable part of the road, of this life. And unless you learn to deal with that truth, you're never going to be able to rest. You're always going to be anxious about the valley that you just left or nervous about the valley that's just ahead. You're going to think there's something wrong with you that you go through valleys. I know that Sometimes the fear of what you're facing keeps many of us from finding the rest that we need. Even in the valleys, you can find rest, knowing that God is with you, rest for your soul. God doesn't lie to us and tell us there are no valleys because we all all know that that's not true. He tells us that he will be with us in the valleys. You are with me. God is with you in the valley that you're in right now. You'll never be alone. He tells us that he will comfort us in the valleys. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That comfort comes from his presence. The rod was a club that was used to fend off enemies. The staff was a crooked stick that was used to guide and discipline the sheep. The rod was used for protection. The staff was used for correction. In God's protection, in God's protection and correction in all of it, he comforts us, he guides us, And he lets us know that he is with us. So right now, whatever you're facing in life, whether it's good days or bad days, just picture in your heart and mind the truth that God is with you. That's where you find rest for your soul. Number five of these six things. Number five, 
you appreciate what God has given. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. So is your cup half empty or half full? In Psalm 23, the cup is overflowing with appreciation for what God has given. Every one of us can look at our lives and see things that we don't have. One of the most important habits of a healthy soul, of a rested soul, is the habit of appreciating what you do have. In fact, overflowing with appreciation for what God has given. That kind of thanksgiving gives rest to your soul. And then number six, the final thing, is you focus You focus on all and forever. So often we focus on the here and now. Psalm 23 encourages us to focus on the all and forever. That's where you find rest for your soul. Verse six, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, all and forever. One of the most important skills in life is learning to practice in the here and now while you focus on the all and forever. You can't ignore the here and now. You have some things you got to get done today, but you can't get your identity from the here and now. That comes from the all and forever. All the days of my life, God's goodness, God's love, not some of the days of my life, all the days of my life. The days that I feel God's love, the days I don't feel it. The days I call on God's love, the days I don't call on it. God's goodness and love are there, all. And forever, I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That is your ultimate future guaranteed. So right now, as you look to what you have to practice in this day, focus on the all and forever. These six truths, I want to invite you to pray these truths together from Psalm 23 as we close this look at this wonderful psalm today. Would you pray with me? And just in prayer say, Lord, you are my shepherd. I depend on you. You give green pastures and quiet waters. And so I ask you to restore my soul. And although I will walk through the valleys of suffering, I remember that you will be with me. You prepare the table and fill the cup. I thank you for what you have given. I want to live in that place of gratitude and thanksgiving. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I praise you for this. I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.